Okay, Boker Tov, good morning. June 20th, today is Daf Lamed Hay. We stopped in the Mishnah on Lamed Bet, on Lamed Dalet, Amud Bet on the bottom. Okay, so let's do the Mishnah again, quickly. In Almana Nefrat Bin Nechsa. It is? Today's your birthday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Happy birthday. I didn't know. Happy birthday, Eddie. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Okay. 50, right? Today's 50? 51. No. 51. Today's when we stopped counting. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Jack. Okay. So I'm going to add you onto, into my calendar. My bro. Happy birthday. Okay. Oh, man. Thank you. Almana, she's a widow now. Her husband passed away. She needs to come collect Aktuba. She wants to collect from the estate. The estate belongs to the orphans, the children. She has to swear, okay? Says, the Mishnah says, Which Rashi means, tells us over here, they stopped making her swear along the way for some reason, which we'll see in the Gemara. And Rashi says, She was not allowed to collect the Tuba. Tough luck on you. We'll see the reason why they did that. And therefore, in order to fix the scenario where the girl's going to get something at least after the marriage, right? So they, they made a takana uh, that the yetomim the can choose a neder that she must make, right? In order to be able for her to collect a ktuba. She says, kashe. They would pick something very hard for her Right? All the enjoyment of all food in the world will be asur to me if I if I already got paid my ktuba. Something crazy. And therefore she if she makes the neder, they can assume that she never got paid and they'll let her they'll let they'll uh, allow the, her to collect from the yetomi. Good. Further on, few other kitubot, a few other takanot. Ha'edim chotmim get That's why this mishnah is in over here because they have to, edim was a takana that they have to sign, and we'll see what the, again what the tikuna olam is. And hilel hitkin prusbul tikun ha'olam. Prusbul for to be able to collect your debts after shemitah, which again we'll talk about in a little bit. So here we go. Gemara. Gemara has the first question. My iri almana afil kule almanami. What, you tell me what? The almana has to swear to the yetomim? Why are we talking about only almana? Any, anyone who comes to collect from yetomim and not from the actual person who owed the money has to swear to the yetomim. So what do I care about almana? The almana is like anybody else. Who cares? Of course, the almana and anyone else that the father had owed money to and the father passed away and you're coming to collect from his estate, you have to swear that the money is still owed. So why are we, speci- why are we point- pinpointing to the almana only? So he says... Right? Not only the Almana, anybody, because we hold that anyone who wants to collect from Yatom has to swear. Says Gmana, no, no. Almana is Meaning, I needed to, of course, you're right, everyone needs to swear, but I need to let you know that not only everyone, but specifically the Almana. Why? Mishum Hina. You might think, Salka da'ata Khamina, you might think, Mishum Hina, Akilu, Rabbanan Gaba. Because of Hina, the rabbis might have been more lenient and allowed her to collect without a shvuah. Kamash malan. Now what Hina, what does that mean? Look at Rashi. Meaning that women, right, would want to get married and therefore maybe the rabbis were more lenient so that the women would be willing to marry the man and know that they're going to have to collect, that they can collect ektubah without having to swear. So therefore I have to tell you no. Even though... That was maybe a consideration. We did not allow for that dispensation, and even the almana has to swear. Okay, fine. 
The Mishnah told us that they made they, they stopped making them swear. And, and, and not only that, it was detrimental to them that they stopped making them swear because they wouldn't let them collect the tuba. Why? Why would they stop that? The rabbi stopped them. I'm saying the rabbi stopped them from making swears. Why? 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 Okay? So the, and, and the ramification of them stopping is that now they're at the money. Right? So, okay. My Tama says, Maybe you'll tell me because of Rav Kahana says, there was a story with a person who was in the time of a drought, apparently. Okay, he went, going away, whatever. He asked her to watch the money. One dinar, one golden dinar. Okay, where'd she put it? She put the dinar in her jug of flour. She didn't realize it was in there. She forgot about it. She made bread from the flour and the, and the dinar was in the bread. And she didn't know. Okay, she gave it the bread to an ani. Okay, so the owner of the coin came, said, "Can I have my money back?" Again, obviously she's looking for it, whatever. And what she do? She said, "Okay." She makes some kind of neder over here, or shivua. You have to say it's really in order for it to be a shivua, because remember we stopped them from swearing. If this is the scenario, she must have made a swear and said that obviously she didn't take the coin. They're looking for it; couldn't be found. She said that poison should, uh, you know, affect one of the children of this woman if I enjoyed from your dinar at all. Okay, Amru. What the Gemara says? What happened? Lo ayu yamim One a few days later, one of our kids died. When they heard what happened, uh, I mean, obviously they feel they realized after that they investigated, they found out what happened that the coin was in the flower, the honey had it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what happened? Right? If someone swears truthfully, still, right, we see that potentially the children are going to die. So someone who's lying for sure, how much more so, how, ba- how bad it is, and they stopped them from sh- making shivuot. Says the time out. My ta'ama i ansha. If you're telling me now, right, that the uh, she, what, what, she when she made the swear, she didn't realize what was happening. She wasn't really technically swearing falsely. She didn't get hana'a. Did she get hana'a from the? She got benefit from the fact that the, the coin was in the ani's bread. The ani used the money, not her. Mara says no. The ishtar shayla makom dinar. Okay. What happened? Yes, is that the place of the coin inside the loaf, right, was now there's less flour there. So when she gave the loaf to the ani, it was minus flour of that spot. Minus the dough or the bread of that little spot where the coin was. So yeah, she got some kind of benefit. Umay meaning because obviously she didn't she, she didn't really swear, swear truthfully in this scenario. She really swore falsely. She The coin was there and she did get benefit. So what do you mean? They oh umami shirish babe emet kach someone who's shaking. No, no. Meaning kimi. She when she made the vow, she thought she was telling the truth. She didn't think she was lying. So imagine if someone thought they were telling the truth, that's the outcome of this of the vow. So if someone who was really lying at the time, imagine what the outcome of the vow would be, and therefore they stopped the they stopped the the vows. If that's what you want to say, that this is the source. So Mana says, Imi Shumha, my Iriya Almana, Afilu Girusha Nami. Okay, if this is the scenario, and you tell me it's just a vow issue, 
It's a problem that we're worried about making vows because we see how serious they are and how dangerous they are. Well, then why is the Mishnah only pointing to an almana who can't make a shivua anymore? Well, the Girusha also has to collect her ketubah. Why don't we just say anyone who is married? What about the Girusha? She also would also not be allowed to collect her ketubah anymore. Maybe we should make a, we should put in the Mishnah that you can't make your, you collect your 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 ketubah even if you're Girusha with a shivua. Look at Ashira, she says, my No Rashi. Kemishin is Baba Emet. Okay, fine. Uh Amar Bizera, Mashmuel Oshanu Ella Almana. Aval Girusha, Mashbi Inota. Okay? Okay, so he says, no, the Mishnah is only the Almana. The Girusha, remember, who's the Girusha coming to collect from? From the husband. The husband. He's still alive. Right. Right? It can't be from the Yatomim. It's not because if the husband's dead, she's not a Girusha, she's an Almana. So the husband has to be alive over here. And therefore, what the, the, the wife who's getting divorced, we will make her swear. The Takana was only for the Almanot. So Manah says, why now? He says, you know why? Manah says, Almanah Shani. She's different than the Girusha. The assumption is that she was working for the Yatomim, taking care of the Yatomim along the way. And therefore she might consider herself entitled to some of this extra money that she had taken along the way for the compensation of taking care of the kids up to this point. And therefore, because that she might feel entitled, I might say she really didn't collect the when she really did get some of it, and say, oh, no, no, what I collected, that was really for taking care of the kids, and my ketubah still do. That's why we wrote only almana, almana in the Mishnah. Okay? Look at Ashi. He says all the way up, three lines into the skinny lines. Small amount. Right? She got a small amount. She won't mention it. And she'll say, yeah, no, that's covering the, you know, the expense that I had to take care of the kids or till now, whatever it was. Okay. And therefore, only the almana needed to swear, not the girusha. This takana that they had over there, they stopped making her swear. That was only a swear in Betin. But outside of Betin, they would make her swear. Now, what's the difference between inside of Betin, outside of Betin? A swear is a swear, no? So look at Ashi. Ashi says, When the judges make you swear, that's a Doraita that's a swear. She has to hold the Sefer Torah or she has to hold Tefillin They either make her swear with the real name of Hashem the pronunciation of the letters that we read in a different way or with the, with the way we read it either way using God's name to make this swear We see from Abraham we use Hashem's name as a real swear, a real swear, which is what they do in Betin. That would be a huge transgression of swearing God's name falsely. Okay? Outside the Betin. Now, that in Betin, that's what we do with the Tefillin, with the Torah, right. with the swear of God's name. Now, outside, that's a rabbinical swear. Right? It's a curse, cursed with a person who's not telling the truth. You're not holding the Torah, you're not holding Tefillin. It wasn't as serious if a person transgressed this rabbinical swear. And therefore, he says, when we say in the Mishnah, we stopped swearing, we made us stop swearing, the Doraita swear. But we would still make her swear the rabbinical swear. 
Mara says, Ini, is that true? Viharav lo magvek tuval amarta. Rav would never allow an almana to collect her ktubah. And if you tell me we used to swear rabbinically, let him swear rabbinically and get the ktubah. What's the problem? So the Gemara says, you're right, Kasha, Lashi, Lomagbek Ketubah, Mishum Denim Neum Elash Bi'ah, Vim Ita Lish Ba'ah Chutz Betin, Ulgavia Ketubata. The Gemara answers, Kasha. You're right, not a knockout, but a problem. Why Dav didn't do it, I don't know. Okay. Besura Matnuhachi. Right? In Sura, they taught the Gemara the way we just learned it. Okay, the first version that we just had. Bin'arda'ah. Okay, in a different town in Naharda, where Shmuel was the rabbi, Sura is Rav, Naharda Ashmuel, Mat Nuhachi, they taught it as follows. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, right? Loshanu Ela Bebedin. Okay, so before, how did it start out? It started out with, let's just make sure, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, probably, right? I just want to make sure. Yeah, third line for the top. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Okay, okay, fine. This is now Amar Shmuel, right? Shmuel's town. So they want to quote the halakha like, because we know that, fine, that Rav Yehuda first went to learn by Rav, and then he, after Rav died, he went to learn by Shmuel. So he was actually a student of both. So the first version was Rav, and in Surah, they taught the halakha like Rav. Now the story with Shmuel, and same rabbi, just quoting Shmuel instead. Right? Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Lo shanu ela bebeti. When we said in the Mishnah that we're not going to make us swear, that's only the betin swear. But chutz the betin mash in ota. Virav Amar Afilu Nami en Mashbiinota. Okay? And he, and Rav disagrees. I mean, he's, and he holds that outside of Betin, we don't make her swear either, even outside Betin, which means no rabbinical swear, no no Doraita swear, according to Rav. According to Shmuel, we would give her the rabbinical swear. Um, and therefore Rav Lata Ahmed Amarav Lomak Ketubala Armalta. Okay? Fine. So Rav would not, uh, would not give an almana any chance to collect a ktubah. So this version doesn't end with a kasha because it didn't start with Rav, right? The other version started with Rav saying you could make the swear outside betin and then Rav didn't give her the ktubah and didn't make her swear. So that's contradictory, so it's kasha. But over here, if it's, if it's Shmuel that says you can make the shivua outside of betin and then Rav comes along and says, no, we don't do that, so it's not a kasha, it's just Rav following his opinion that holds that we're not doing it even outside of betin. So the Gemara asks on Rav now, okay? Why doesn't Rav just make the shivua outside of bet, in, you know, outside of betin and let her collect a ketubah? I mean, you know, you're hurting the girl by not actually giving her the money at the end of the day, so why not? So the Gemara answers, Beshne derav kili nidre. In the times of Rav, apparently in the place of where he lived, that the people were very lax about keep, keeping the nidarim, so Rav needed to be extra strict. And therefore, he would, he would not allow them to make vows. Okay. He was just suspecting them for vowing falsely. Wouldn't, wouldn't the one in Betin be the Oraita versus the one yes. outside of Betin? Yes, yes, of course. The Doraita one is in Betin and the Rabbanan is in, outside. So they're saying, okay, but give her the, the Rabbanan outside. Why don't you make us swear the Rabbanan? So he says, no, because they were taking, they were very lax with their uh, with their nidarim, and he didn't want to, he didn't want to play around with it. Okay. They would have done it anyway, despite. They would have, they would have lied. 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 The rabbinical, the they would have lied. Yeah. So they lied, so he didn't want to promote it. Right. Okay. Ha'ida atay lekamed rav huna ve'amar la ma'i avid. Right. Okay. The first comes in front of rav huna. And he says, My Avidlach. You know what I mean? Apparently, what she wants to collect the Ktuba. She comes to Rav Huna. She says, What do you want me to do for you? He says, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Rav doesn't allow the Almanaz to collect the Ktubas. 
Amrale midi huta ama ela dilma nikitna midi miktubatai hai Hashem sevaot in neeneni miktubati klum. Okay, so she says, why does Rav not let anyone collect ektuba? Because he worried about someone collect uh, already, uh, you know, uh, taking some money against the ktuba while it was still married. She makes a shivua in Hashem's name that I didn't ha- that she didn't collect anything from ktuba at all. Amaravuna mode Rav bekofetzet. Rav is mode that if the girl jumps and offers the shivua without us telling her to be shivua, then it's a valid shivua and we're going to pay the ktuba. So when Rav says, we're not going to tell her to swear. If she just walks in and offers the swear on her own, we're going to accept it. And therefore, that's what happened over there. So Rav will not let her collect her ketubah. Okay. Question. We, we, we learned the entire Masechet Ketubot, yeah? Yes. Did we ever see that? Nope. 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 It's not in Ketubot. Ah, it doesn't belong there. Why would Why Something. Yep. It's not, it's not in Masechik Tubot because it's not the Halakha. Yeah, it's not there. Huh? It's not the Halakha. Okay, but still, you, know, you would think you would hear this opinion. You would right? think, right? You're right. But we, we did not mention it in Tubot at all. And guess what? It wasn't in the Darim either. Right? 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 Okay, fine. Well, you right? Because we're talking about uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the first, this is the first time we're seeing it. By the way, it's the only time in Shas, right here. That they mentioned this idea that they didn't uh, let her talk. Only Rav didn't allow, everyone else did allow. Fine, but again, and the Rav is telling you why, but again, it's not the halakha at all. They would allow them to collect the ketubah. Ha Just the idea that. that, that Razi, that she's getting married, the ketubah, the whole. Right. right, right. Normal, yeah. Tough. On yeah, the, on yeah. The, yeah. Listen, when we say she can't collect the ketubah, Eddie, it means that she can't collect the lump sum payment. Right? She was living off the estate. That, that, of course, they're letting happen, right? She was living in the house with the Yatomim and this and that, and she's living off the estate. She's entitled to Mizonot, no question about it. The question is the lump sum payment now, because that needs to be deducted for whatever you already, pre, pre, if you took anything against it in advance. But, but Mizonot was open-ended. There's no number on Mizonot, right? It's forever. So if she was living in the house and collecting, that she was getting. It's now she's coming and I want my lump sum payment when my Mizonot's going to end. That's where we have a problem now. We have an issue. I don't know, did you, did you not? Yeah, okay? And that's also, that's called the same... Uh, that's it's all the ketubah. The ketubah is the lump sum payment plus mizonot. Right, so you have the mizonot until you request the lump sum. Once you get the lump sum, you ask for the lump sum, mizonot right. stops, right. Right? right? So now she's coming for these over here. We say she's coming to collect the ketubah. She wants a lump sum payment. Right. Okay, fine. Right, the person comes in front of Amarla, she wants to collect a ktuba. She tells her, he tells her again, what do you want me to do for you? Rav wouldn't allow the Almanot to collect a ktuba. The Abarmeri And also Abarmeri didn't allow. Havli Mizonai. She says, okay, so give me Mizonot then, if that's the case. I'll go back to my Mizonot. Okay? So she was getting Mizonot, comes to ask for her ktuba. Okay? And he says, sorry, I can't give you the ktuba. She says, okay, okay, fine. So I'll go back to my Mizonot. Sorry, you don't have Mizonot now either. Why? We have a, we have, we, we, someone, a woman who comes to collect a demand, she sends her demand letter to Beddin to collect on her lump sum. We stopped the Mizonot. You came to collect your lump sum. Sorry, your Mizonot's over now. Sorry. Okay? Okay? So she says, right? 
Okay? They says what? She says they should turn over his chair, meaning basically cursing him to die, that they should sit on the floor. Why? Because he's actually picking the stringencies of both halachot now. Right? I was getting mizonot. I came to tell me to collect my ketubah. I wanted to, uh, so he says, uh, sorry, you can't have the ketubah. Why? Raz that we don't allow swears. Oh, okay, fine. So go and put me back. No, no, no. Because now that you're Esri Ketubah, you can't have your on either. So she's, he's being Ma'amir on two fronts. She curses the rabbi that he should die. Okay? Turn over your chair. Okay? What happens? Hafachua l'kursaya v'tarsua v'afilu hachi lo ifrak mihulsha. Okay? So his attendants over there right away went, turned over the chairs because they wanted to really turn this, this curse into a literal statement. Turn over your chair is, is a, is a uh, reference to, shivu, uh, to, uh, to, shu, to what do you call it? To, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay? So, to Avilut. It's only a reference. Okay? But the, so what they did was they actually went to the, the rabbi and they turned all the chairs upside down in, in the house. Right, so maybe that'll get rid of the curse. Says the Gemara. Nevertheless, it, it stopped him from dying, but he still got sick. That's what it says. Okay. Okay. What does he say? He comes along and he says as follows. Adra bebetin make a neder in betin betin. Okay, so what is that? What he's trying to do over his years to reestablish this um, this idea of the neder in the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah told us originally they used to give shivuah. We stopped the shivuah, but then they what they did, Abang Gamliel instituted a neder, right? So he says, Adra bebetin. Okay, make her have a vow in betin. If you're going to do a shivuah, do it outside of betin. Let this noise, meaning this, this ma'aseh that you're seeing, right, will travel now. People will know about it. Right? So people who need to know about it will know about it. So they will also now adopt this new system. Because what's happening over here, as you realize, is that for a while, the girls were not getting the ketubah. And now you're making a takana. We need this takana to spread. So I want you to do it in public. Make sure she makes the neder in Din. So people are there, people will hear, people will see. If you're going to use a shivuah, you'll do that outside of Din. But on either way, people will see, oh, we started giving the almanah, the ketubah again. Oh, look at this, look at that, because I want it to become accepted uh, practice again. Fine. Okay, gufa. Amar abizera, amar loshanu ela almanah, aval girushamash bi'in ota. Okay, we saw that statement before, that the, the Girushah, we would make her swear. Only the Almana, why? Because we said the Almana will be more for herself, heter, because she took care of the kids, maybe she really took a little bit of money, she'll say, oh, that's taking care of the kids, fine. When it says, Ugrushah de Adra, Ugrushah de Adra lo, you want to tell me a Girushah, we would only give her a Shivu'ah, we won't, we won't use the Neder uh, system, where you, the, 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 uh, you know, the children would make her make a, a vow, they wouldn't do that for Girushah, it's only for the Almana. They sent a letter from over there, right, over there should be at Israel. Ich plonit bat ploni, kabilat gita minyada de aha bar haidaya, de mitkare ihi bar meri, venadart 
ועשר פירות שבעולם עלה, דלא קיבילת בכתובתה, אלא גלוף קרע אחד, וספר תהילים אחד, וספר איוב, וממשלות בלויים, ושמנום בחמישה מנה. לכשתבואו לידכם, הגביאו את השאר. Okay, uh, what happened over here? So she comes to, uh, from Israel and she has this letter. She's coming from, she says, Babel. Okay, Babel. So she's in Eretz Israel, and the assets are in Babel now because they made Aliyah. Okay, and uh, she wants Haktuba, and it says in this letter, a letter came from Eretz Israel to Babel, and it says in there so and so, right, that received her get from her husband that's known as this name, and she made a neder on all the fruits in the world if she got any of her payment of Haktuba, except for that she admitted she got. Right, one sefer tehilim, one sefer iyov, right, one glufkira, a little, a little uh, coat, okay, and uh, and one sefer mishle that were worn out, and they were worth five maneh. And when she gets to you, coat, a coat. Kota, Rashi says, yeah, 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 okay. And it says a mishle that was worn out. We 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 evaluated them as five mane. Okay, when she comes now to you, let her collect the rest of aktuba. But bottom line, what do we see over here? She's a divorcee, and it says in there that she made a neder. She made a neder that she didn't get paid. You told me the neder is only for the almana. And over here, and that meaning what? That, that the girushah we would make her swear. That's what you told me. Over here, this is a girushah, and she didn't swear. She made a neder. No, no, no. That get you're talking about, it's not a regular get. It was a get yabmin. This guy was not her husband. He was the yabam. And he gave her a get instead of chalitza. Okay, once they do that, so she would still need to get chalitza, obviously. But that get, she's actually collecting really from her husband's estate. Which means what? She's an almana. That's why they allowed the vow. Okay, because we would, she wasn't really a gerusha. If she was a gerusha, we'd make us swear. Over here, she was a, a got, she got a get that you're talking about, but she was a yevama. She got it from the brother, so she's an almana. She's collected from her husband's estate, an almana from her original husband's estate. Ah, so that's why they made the neder. So it's not a not a challenge. So our statement: the regular gerusha we make swear, the almana we allow vows. Okay. So we saw that, that he made this neder and he allowed him to start collecting again on the Ketubah. Okay? We're only talking about where she was not remarried. If she got remarried, we're not going to let her uh, make a, a vow and, and collect on her, uh, on her other Ketubah. Why? My ta'ama. What's the reason? The man says, Oh, she'll make a vow. So the husband will make a hafara on the vow. Right? But, okay. So, so therefore, if she's married, we don't allow her to make a nidr anymore. Because the nidr, even if she's telling the truth, we can't assume that she's not thinking in the back of our mind, no problem. I'm going to go home and tell my husband I made a vow. He'll make hafara and I'm good to go. I can collect my money. I collected it once before. I'm going to collect it again because I made a vow. And then my husband will cancel my vow and I'm good. I got paid twice. So therefore, if she's remarried... Uh, this is for regular, any regular 
No, we said because man, the, the whole neder was that we let the, uh, the yetomim pick this crazy neder. She's not going to get a benefit from any food in the world if she actually took any money on Aktubah. If she makes that vow when she's remarried, she's going to go home and tell her husband he's going to cancel the vow. Uh. Right? So the Gemara says, oh well, okay. Even if she's not married, right? When she does get married and finds out that she has this vow, the husband will cancel the vow. So what good do you mean only if she's married? If she's not married, I mean, when she gets married, she should be able to cancel it also. So the Gemara says, no, 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 that doesn't work that way. We learned this already. He does, he's, not allowed to be, he's not allowed to do hafara on a vow that was pre-existing before he was involved in her life. That doesn't work. He can only be a hafara on a nether she made after they were married, not before they were married. Before they were married, either her father, or if she's already out of her father's possession, nobody. She needs hatara, not hafara. So the man says, okay, well, maybe the chacham should go get hatarat nedarim. So even that's not going to help you. So you're going to tell me, oh, oh, only if the girl's not married, because if she's married, the husband will cancel the vow. Even if she wasn't married, she'll make the vow and go get hatara. Right? So the man says, no, kasavar tzarich lefaretat neder. This opinion holds that you have to tell the details of the neder, why you made this neder. You need to explain that to the rabbi. And once he tells you, yeah, I had to, t- I had to make this neder because I was trying to collect the maktubah, he isn't giving you hatara and nedarim anymore. Right, right? exactly. Okay. And therefore, we would allow it only from a girl who's, who's uh, single, but not a girl who's married, because the married girl doesn't need to explain anything. The husband just says, move far, and it's over, right? Rav Nachman Amar Afilu Niset. Okay. Rabbi Nachman says, even a girl who got married will let her make the neder and try to collect from the previous husband. Manah says, Niset, The husband is also for sure, for sure the husband is going to cancel that vow. So the Manah says, no, We make her make this vow in public. Okay, because apparently this opinion holds that if it's a berabim, look at Ashi, no asara, berabim en lo hafara. This opinion holds there's no hafara for a vow that's made in public. Okay? Metive challenge. Niset govek tubata. Okay, she got married, she collects a tuba. Im nadra, right? Govek tubata im nadra, period. It says if she got married, she collects her tuba if she made the neder. Okay? And therefore, it seems like that uh, you can even allow the married girl to get her tuba if she makes the neder, right? Against what you're telling me. My love, nadra hashta, right? Isn't it now the neder is done now after she's already married and therefore even a married girl can make a neder and collect on a ktubah? Says, man, that's not what it's talking about. Dinadra meikara. She made the neder, then got married. She just never collected yet. So now we'll allow, we'll allow her to collect. Why? Because she made the neder from before. And the husband has no right to cancel that. Yeah, the husband can't cancel that one. When I says, Right? But it says openly, we have a baraita that says, she got married, then she swears, then she collects. So the swear is coming after, I mean the, the vow is coming after, not the swear. Mara answers back, you're right, Tanaehi. It's a machlok at Tanaim. But, so the one that says we will allow even after is because even after if she did it in public it can't make it's no hafara for the husband so we'll allow that to happen we'll make her do the neder in public the other opinion that says even in public you can still make hafara is the opinion that says we won't let her collect anymore fine 
when a person makes a vow to come and he comes to get hatara, can he kiss the rabbi? Does he have to specify not only the neder but all the details surrounding the neder or not? Okay. Tzarich lefaret et neder eno tzarich. Rav Nachman amar eno tzarich. Rav Papa amar tzarich. Okay. Rav Nachman says you don't need to. Rav Papa says you do. Rav Nachman amar eno tzarich. Why? Dei amar tzarich. Zimnin de gais le dibure vechacham mai de shama mefer. Okay, because if you have to give all the details, it's potentially possible that the, the guy, when he comes to get hatara, will leave off some of the details, and the, and the rabbi is going to hear what he heard and give hafara, but it's not a valid hafara because he doesn't have all the details. And you tell me if the details are required, then the hafara is not a real hafara. The guy thinks that sorry hatara. I keep saying hafara. It's a hatara because we're at the chacham, so the hatara wouldn't be a valid hatara. And now the guy thinks that his hatara is valid, and he's going and he's transgressing because he, he really his hatara was invalid because he was obligated to give. Give all the details to the rabbi before he asked for the hatara, and he didn't do that. And therefore, it's like hatara bitaut, and the guy thinks it's gone, and it's really in it, it's still kaal. Papa, it's better, better not to be mefaret anything. Just say, yeah, I made a nether. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. That's his opinion. That way, you're not going to transgress. I don't need to give the details. I just asked, I made a nether. I tell him what the nether is. I don't have to tell him why. I just have to tell him what the nether was. I made a nether not to eat any apples. Okay, mutarim, 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 done. I don't ask him why you made that neither, right? Because if I do have to tell him why, and I leave out some of the details, and then he gave, already gave me hatara, so it's really not hatara according to the papa, and therefore no, lotar. I don't even think you would say I made a neither not to eat apples. I think you say I made a neither. No, 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 no. Yeah, I have to know what I'm being matir, of course. Yeah, but maybe it was uh, red apples. I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Look at look at Ashi look at Ashi up on the f- fourth line from the in the skinny lines. Tzarich lefaret et neder. You see it? Yeah. He says hanishal lachacham al nedrot. Tzarich lefaret heach nadar haneder aze. Vechi miparta kamed liyatomim nadra over there when she tells him I did it because of the yatomim right. Vekach nadra im neheneti miktubati klum lo sharula. So she seems to be saying, you see, I need to give the details of what the neder was. Why? Because you're going to tell her, why did you make this neder? Oh, because of the yetomim, because of this, because of that. Right? So I, I want to, when you say tzarich nefareta neder, it means, I think it means you have to explain the details surrounding the neder. Like what caused you to make this neder? So, you know, the guy said, ah, I got crazy, angry, someone banged into my car, whatever, and I was burning and I made this neder. Right? So, okay, but if I leave out details, according to the opinion, it says, Tzarich Lefaret HaNeder, and I don't give you all the details, then it's not a valid hatara. That's, that's the way I understand this, Kmana, I don't know. You want to say there's levels inside, inside the hafara? Right, that's what he says, he says like I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Say that. Yeah, yeah, but that's the, that's just the way the hatara will work. He needs a petach, of course. You can't just give him uh, feels like that. No, he'll find a way. But again, he's creating this petach. You're gonna have to get into the details in order to get a, to get a petach. Not necessarily true, but okay, maybe. Unless you want to tell me, maybe this opinion holds. I don't need a petach. We saw that also. Right? No, I'm saying you, if you need the petach, you're gonna have to know what what it's around because you have to try. Oh, when you made that neder, you have to get something going. Can't just be. Oh, you made an edit. Okay, you're good to go. Right. Well, it depends. If you if you hold if you hold that that you can do um, that. What do you call it? That um, that that regret is a petach. 
right? Ah. We learned, right? It's a machloket, but maybe you have to say it holds like that opinion. If you tell me, in I can tell you that regret is a, is a petach, and the guy comes in, he says, I made this neder, and I regret it, and I tell him, mutarim, 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 gaman. Right, okay. Okay? All right, yeah. fine. Um, Rav Papa, Marot Pam. Tzarich, <laughs> Right, right. No, no, The guy could have made a neder to fulfill, you know, to not transgress a shivu, uh, you know, a, 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 what do you call it, a, uh, an avera. That was his neder. You tell me what he wants to come get tatara because he doesn't want to. He wants to do the sin, but he doesn't want to transgress the neder. So he wants to get tatara. Or like our scenario where the, the, the neder was there to prevent her from stealing from the from the yitomim. So I, 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 there's no way to tell me I should give hatara on in blank without having to know the details. That's what he says. Okay, so we'll stop here. We'll continue tomorrow. Adkan baruch Adonai leolam. Amen. Amen. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Okay, have a good day. Thanks. Happy birthday, Eddie. Eddie, happy birthday.